This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's fair in 66 at the KVOM studios. Today is Tuesday, the 11th of July, 2023. Rich Molders with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And we'll see sunny skies today, a high of 88 with a heat index as high as 99. Tonight, under a clear sky, a slight chance of rain at daybreak. We'll have a low of 73. Wednesday, sunny, hot. High of 97, with a heat index as high as 111. Clouds increase Wednesday night, our low 75. And Thursday, sunny and hot, once again a high of 97. We'll stay in the mid-90s for Friday, Saturday, but then we'll be back in the upper 80s for Sunday. Right now, fair in 66 at the KVOM studios, let's congratulate our employee of the day on this Tuesday. It's Tim Swaim with Green Bay Packaging Paper Slitting Division. Well, we have no obituary announcements to pass along to you this morning, so let's get right into our news. The city of Moralton will soon be charged with processing the billing for the city's trash and sewer customers. Currently, and for many years going back, Conway County Regional Water has handled the billing for those services, combining it with the customer's monthly water bill that the company distributes. Conway County Regional Water Manager Dale Gifford told the City Council Monday night, the separation of the trash and sewer billing is something that's done in all other cities the district serves, and it's been needed in Moralton for a long time, especially as the district gets set to embark on a major expansion of its system. I think this year is best both for Conway County Water. i got to do what's best for Conway County Water because that's what I'm hiring to do. Now, the first year... First year, maybe the first two, it's going to be real. It's going to be real. I'm going to tell you. I, I, and I feel bad because it's going to be real. But I'm offering our office staff to help with this transition. That transition is expected to take effect January 1st of 2024. From that date forward, Moralton residential and commercial customers will continue to receive their monthly water bill from Conway County Regional Water, but their trash and sewer bill will come from the city. Among the action taken by the council at Monday's monthly meeting, members unanimously approved all three readings of an ordinance to increase the landfill gate fee by 4% annually and add $5 per ton for the disposal of shingles. Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer says it's a change that's needed to offset the cost of inflation. We don't do a very good job with any organization of raising fees on an annual basis like we need to, so we're going to start raising the gate fee 4% annually Uh, We're also raising the rates immediately, $5 a ton on shingles. Our rates right now are in-county $35 a ton and out-of-county $40 a ton. We also will bring everybody up to those uh, prices a dollar a month till each one reaches that equivalent price. In other matters, the council unanimously passed all three readings of an ordinance renegotiating the franchise fee with AT&T that had been in place for approximately 40 years. An amendment to the city's operating budget was also approved to transfer a part-time position in the city clerk's office to a full-time position. The mayor also announced the city will begin enforcing the existing law that creates a one-mile jurisdiction around the airport that prevents new construction from taking place within that radius. The mayor says the protection is needed now, as the airport has plans to expand on its property. 735. It's fair and 66 at the KVOM studios. 
We'll get up to 88 with sunshine today with a heat index as high as 99. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in a moment. Welcome home to hometown banking, Patty Jean State Bank. Loans done quickly and with personal service. That's what we offer at Petty Jean State Bank. Hi, I'm Susan Gunderman, Executive Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank. We are Conway County's only locally owned community bank with four hometown lenders here to serve your needs. We will meet with you in person and help you find a personalized loan that will meet your budget. Come see us for consumer and commercial lending with a hometown touch. We promise you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch at 736, Fair and 66 at the KVOM Studios. A request by Conway County Sheriff Mike Smith for a salary increase for deputies and jailers was rejected by the county's Budget and Finance Committee Monday. The sheriff has been trying to get more pay for deputies for some time in order to keep the department's pay scale competitive with other law enforcement agencies in the area. In Monday's nearly two-hour meeting, the sheriff defended his stance after the question was raised of whether the county could afford the $128,000 cost it would take to provide raises for all sheriff's department and jail employees at this time. I've done everything y'all asked me to do. I have. As for money, we negotiated with the jail, uh, the federal prisoners, and we'll come up with this. I don't know what else to do or what I can do about this. I ain't trying to maintain a department here as best I can with the most professional people I can do it with. And all the ones that work for the citizens also. And I'm not bringing up to say that in a bad way. But I don't want to go back to either. I don't think anybody does. After a lengthy debate on the issue, Justice of the Peace John D. Trafford made the motion to recommend the funding allocation for the increase to the full quorum court, but the motion died for lack of a second. Another motion was then made by Trafford to recommend the court appropriate half of the money needed for the sheriff's request, but again, no second was made by another member of the seven-person committee. Members then continued discussions regarding ways to further increase revenue at the jail, including asking the cities to pay the county for each inmate their department brings to the jail. Further discussion on that issue will be held at a joint meeting of the jail committee and the budget and finance committee prior to the next quorum court meeting on July 24th. The salary increase request will then be revisited along with a pay raise for other county employees when the county's 2024 operating budget is developed. A legislative committee heard allegations of harassment, assault, and even arson during a contentious three-hour hearing held last week regarding last year's signature-gathering battle over the license for a new casino in Pope County. According to Arkansas Advocate, the testimony prompted the Joint Performance Review Committee to ask state and local law enforcement officials to investigate for potential criminal conduct. Legislative staff were also instructed to study ways the General Assembly could reform the canvassing process. In 2022, a group known as Fair Play for Arkansas partnered with the Choctaw Nation, a tribe that applied unsuccessfully for the new casino license, to gather signatures for a ballot initiative aimed at removing Pope County as an authorized casino site. The Cherokee Nation, which holds the license to open a casino in Pope County, and a ballot question committee called the Arkansas Tourism Alliance launched a counteroffensive using direct advertising 
and canvassing blockers. In addition to holding signs and discouraging would-be signers, some blockers allegedly offered money to Fair Play's canvassers to stop collecting signatures and join the blocking efforts. Fair Play officials also said that some blockers harassed canvassers through intimidation and one instance of an alleged physical assault. Fair Play's ballot initiative did not qualify for the ballot in 2022 after it failed to submit enough valid signatures to the Arkansas Secretary of State. Entergy Arkansas customers who need help paying their summer utility bills can now apply for up to $475 through the Low Income Home Energy Assistance Program. The program's application period runs through September 30th or until funds are expended. LIHEAP is funded through several federal programs and is designed to lower the energy cost burden by paying benefits for home energy bills for low-income households who pay a higher proportion of household income for home energy costs. Bill assistance is available for all utilities, with an online application available for most Entergy Arkansas customers. Applications can also be made in person at local community-based organizations, including the local RVAC office for Conway and Perry County residents. Eligibility is determined by household size and income. The program is offered in all 75 counties in the state through community-based organizations, which can be found online at adeq.state.ar.us, along with a complete list of eligibility and required documentation to complete the application. Now 741, let's check markets with Kirsten Craddy of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton. On Wall Street, stocks were largely in waiting mode ahead of key inflation data and the start of the second quarter earnings season. Value-style investments outperformed growth style as communication services and tech lagged. Asian markets were mostly lower as China's June inflation data missed expectations, adding to worries about the strength of the economic rebound and arguing for more policy easing. The consumer price index was flat from a year ago, while the producer prices fell 5.4% from a year earlier, the biggest decline since 2015. While the June data provided some cautious takeaways on growth, they also support the disinflation narrative as Chinese producer prices tend to lead U.S. prices. The other piece of positive news on the inflation front was the drop in U.S. used car prices, which have been a key driver to core inflation. The Dow closed at 33,944 and was up 209 points. NASDAQ closed at 13,685 and was up 24 points. Volume was heavy as 1.1 billion shares traded hands on the big board. AT&T was down 34 cents at $15.27. Bank of America was up 13 cents at $28.66. Steering Company was up $1.81 at $407.09. Entergy Corporation was down $1.10 at $96.36. Under Armour was up $0.11 at $6.91. Simmons Bank was down $0.01 at $17.20. Regions Financial was up $0.13 at $18.46. Southwestern Energy was up $0.04 at $5.95. Tyson's Food was down $0.86 at $50.90. Walmart was up $1.39 at $154.88. LiveRamp was up $0.27 at $27.38. Interpublic Group was up $0.19 at $38.13. 
Next to our energy was down $0.34 cents at $71.71. And natural gas was down $0.81 cents at $2.66. Precious metals were mixed today with gold being down $1.50 at $1,931. And silver up $0.05 cents at $23.33. I'm Kirsten Craddy with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, downtown Marlton. On our community calendar, the Moralton Depot Museum volunteers will hold their regular monthly meeting this afternoon at 2.30 at the depot in downtown Moralton. Anyone interested in joining the volunteer efforts is encouraged to attend. The Atkins School Board meets tonight at 5 in the district boardroom. The Moralton Knights of Columbus will meet tonight at 7. There are a number of meetings coming up to learn about opportunities and make plans for the April 2024 solar eclipse. The Retail and Other Businesses Committee will meet Wednesday, 8.30 a.m. at the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce office. The Hotels and Restaurants Committee meets Thursday, July 20th, 9 a.m. at the Chamber office. The Safety Committee meets Thursday, July 20th, 6 p.m. at the North Fire Station in Moralton. The Villages and Landowners Committee will meet Wednesday, July 26th, 5.30 p.m. at Action Services. And the Promotion and Events Committee meets Thursday, July 27th at noon at Farm Bureau. The regular monthly meeting of the Perryville City Council will be held Thursday night at 6.30 in the Perryville City Council meeting room. Registration continues for the Moralton Parks and Recreation Department's Youth Summer Camp. It's for kids in 1st through 6th grades and will be held July 17th through 21st. The fee is $60 per child and you can call the Moralton Community Center at 501-354-4122 to learn more. The Hattieville Community Center hosts some music night on the second Friday of each month. The next event is this Friday, beginning at 6 p.m. All are welcome. Bring your instrument or just come to listen and for fellowship. For more information, call Randall Gullett, 501-246-1775. A memorial account has been opened at Pettyjean State Bank to benefit the family of Adrian Morris, a 21-year-old from Center Ridge who died in a recent traffic accident. In addition to the bank, donations may also be dropped off at Superior Heating and Air in Center Ridge. All donations will go to funeral and other expenses incurred by the family. And an open horseshoe tournament will be held Saturday at the City of Moralton's new Nature Trail Horseshoe Pits. Registration for male and female players begins at 9 a.m. Play begins at 10 a.m. for the double elimination tournament. And the entry fee is $10 per person. Well, folks in our area have been able to listen to KVOM's Morning News Watch for a great many years at 730. We're proud to keep that tradition up. But we're also proud that we're able to make this content available as a podcast. We publish the KVOM Newswatch podcast each weekday morning. And you can subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can find it on our website. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. 746, fair and 66 at the KVOM Studios. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. 
NMLS number 1590686, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender. KU Homes Newswire, Trust Sports, I'm Eric Tyler. Marlton's Maddox Long made his second start of the season for the Green Bay Rockers of the Northwoods Summer League on Sunday. He allowed two earned runs across three innings on the hill in eight games. The Rockers would end up winning 10-9 on a walk-off home run by Arkansas's Jason Jones. Four Arkansas Razorbacks heard their names called on day two of the 2023 Major League Baseball draft on Monday. Pitcher Hunter Holland was drafted by the Cincinnati Reds in the third round before outfielder Taven Josenberger was picked up by the Baltimore Orioles later in that same round. Jace Borfin was selected by the Toronto Blue Jays in the sixth round, and Jared Wagner was scooped up by the New York Yankees in the ninth round. Look at weather on this Tuesday. Got calm winds at the moment. Barometric pressure 29.99 inches. Our low temperature this morning, 64 degrees. High yesterday, 88. A year ago today, the low was 67. The high was 99. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year, 36.53 inches. Our sunset this evening, 828. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 6.06. And forecast calling for mostly sunny skies today. Afternoon high near 88 degrees. Heat index as high as 99. And then partly cloudy tonight. Slight chance of showers and thunderstorms overnight with a low around 73. Very slight chance of rain Wednesday morning becoming sunny. High near 97 and we'll have heat index as high as 111 tomorrow and then upper 90s for highs again Thursday and mid 90s at least through the weekend. Slight chance of rain in there uh, every day on through the weekend. Right now we have got a few clouds, actually, 66 degrees in Marlton and Newswatch on this Tuesday morning continues in just a moment. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning Newswatch, the podcast edition.